Hello and welcome to Avio's Journey. My name is Anthony Pika and this podcast is all about helping the new and upcoming voiceover artists grow their business and sidestep all of the crazy things that I seem to step on. Today I've got a great show for you. I'm going to be talking about your microphone and is the microphone you're using helping or actually hurting your business? All right, let's do it. This is... VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. So before we get started, I just want to send out a quick reminder that the Fiverr Elite Group I am running is up and ready for you to join. So if you are interested in joining that, there's going to be a link in this uh, podcast in the description section, or you can always go to my website at www.avosjourney.com and sign up for that. The um, uh, the the group is uh, meeting every Saturday, and we are diving in 100% to my uh, Fiverr business, and it is all about me helping you grow your Fiverr business from beginning to end, whether you are just starting out or whether you've been on Fiverr for a couple of years or and, and you're just struggling to get over that hump and make the money you really like to. I'm super excited about this group. It's going to be amazing, okay? All right, so let's dive into the topic today, which is microphones. We all love microphones, right? Microphone junkie myself. I I enjoy them. I want to buy all of them. But I was having a conversation with a student the other day, and this student and I have been doing everything we possibly could to get his space up and running so that, you know, he could begin recording and do what he, you know, needs to do to start getting work. And we have been just having a devil of a time. And he actually has the Rode NT1A. And I want to talk about, you know, the issue that we're having with that microphone. And, you know, I actually had that microphone too. It was one of the first microphones I started out with. And I ended up steering away from it because no matter what I did, I couldn't get the right sound. And I began to wonder if it was, in fact, my, like me, you know, my processing or my knowledge, or if it happened to be just the way my voice and the microphone mixed together. And I'm here to tell you that there are many times when it is actually your voice and the microphone that aren't mixing together like we would want them to. So what uh, I recommended that he do is the same thing that I did, and that is you know, start to look at purchasing a different microphone that is going to actually be more geared towards his voice as well as his space. So let's, let's talk about that. Okay. Um, and you know, to me, when I am looking at microphones and people's spaces and everything, you know, microphones are there's there's such a variety because they are built for many different purposes. Some microphones are built for complete, you know, uh, fully treated spaces. They pick up every little nuance. You know, it's it's really. Um, They're incredible microphones, but if you have one ounce of 
bad sound, you know, it will destroy your recording. Then there are microphones that are all about not, you know, picking up a lot of sound and they are about trying to deaden the sound as well as making sure that you have to get up close to them. You know, there's a difference between dynamic microphones and condenser microphones. You know, one takes phantom power, one does not. The reason why, you know, condenser microphones are more sought after, usually in in, uh, the voiceover industry, is because they pick up a lot more of the frequencies in your voice and, you know, they, they're they just a lot more sensitive. So you, you get all those really nice intricacies that you might not get in some dynamic microphones. But dynamic microphones are really great, especially for newbies, because, you know, when you are just starting out, you don't have the luxury most of the time, at least I didn't, of a just incredibly treated space that you could use a $13 microphone and it sound amazing. So there is, there are microphones that you can, now these microphones don't have to be uh, very expensive, you know, like I love the SM58, the Shure SM58, it's, it's, it's amazing, that's a, it's a old stage mic that, you know, people still use to this day for live uh, music or live concerts, etc., because it really blocks out a lot of sound. It's got a really good polar pattern, uh, you know. So it just so it it makes sure that you've got to get up close to it and speak, and that you know. So if you back away, you're not going to hear a lot of it. Plus, the polar pattern makes it so, you know, it's not picking up behind it or too far beyond you as well to the sides. It's really a great microphone if you are starting out in a space where you are having trouble with lots of noise, for example. Now, if you are in a space where you've done everything you can, but at your current moment, you can't seem to get rid of reverb, a great option is to look at shotgun microphones. The shotgun polar pattern is very distinct. It's very small. You know, it's very narrow. Narrow is the correct word to use. And because it's so narrow, it doesn't pick up a lot from the side or the back it picks up directly in front of you. I mean, shotgun mics were designed, right, to pick up, you know, send a narrow polar pattern to pick up a singular voice or, you know, two people talking, but in a in a in a very particular section and you you know, not to pick up outside noise. That was the whole point of the shotgun mic, like on movie sets and things. So for us, it really helps because it eliminates, especially when you get up to it. Because if you think about it, if you get up to a shotgun mic, for example, and you're close to the microphone, your head is going to block a lot of the reverb if the polar pattern is very small, meaning like it's going to block it if it's not getting it from the side. Something like a Rode NT1A picks up everywhere. I mean, if you have that microphone, you know what I'm talking about. That microphone will pick up if you look at it funny. <laughs> well, just it picks up everything to the point where it's it just it's too much sometimes. And on top of that, that particular microphone is definitely a brighter microphone, meaning that it picks up a lot of the it almost seems like it boosts higher frequencies. So that particular microphone, I I have you know, as a microphone because I purchased it back when I didn't know much about my voice. And but now I don't ever use it because it just does nothing for my in a pinch. If I had to, I would, but I would just travel with my mics that I use now and some fed heads and things like that. But anyways, 
it is so important to know what you're, what's going on in your space. So if you're having trouble getting rid of extra noise in your, in, you know, in your space and getting rid of noise is sometimes a lot tougher than necessarily getting rid of reverb because you can get rid of the reverb but still have a noise issue. But getting rid of the noise can be challenging because sometimes there's not anything you can do about that at your current location. So you can either you know, take it out in post-production, which I recommend. You can do something in pre-production, meaning like you can add inserts if you have a digital uh, interface or you've purchased a, you know, DBX to your DBX286S, you know, and you have like gate, you have a, a gate on it or something and you have a way to block out sound. But I don't necessarily like that as much because that's a preamp, by the way, that would go into your audio interface. And I don't like that one as much because you have to be very careful. The settings on it are vague. And when I mean vague, when I say vague, I mean they're not they're not very you you can't you you can only do a little bit. And if you get it wrong, it will mess up your audio. So it's important to look at if you have a noise issue. I really like trying out a dynamic microphone. And listen, the the SM58 is only like $99. I think it's $89 right now on Amazon last time I checked, which was yesterday. And if you are having a reverb issue, a great mic to look into as well is, uh, you know, you can look into the dynamic microphones too. Like I, I will say that the shotgun microphone, in my opinion, for voiceover artists who are really looking at, at making, getting that quality sound is a great way. Shotgun mics are a great way to go. But also if you are having trouble with that and you want to go some route like the RE20 or the, um, what is it? The uh, SM seven seven B or you know these these are podcasting broadcast mics that are built for you know being in spaces that are not really treated too well, but still pick up your voice and warm it up and make it a lot more uh, a lot. It sounds a lot nicer if that makes sense. So those are so those are some things to try. Now the shotgun mic you can get some really decent shotgun mics for a couple hundred dollars. Uh, there was a recent video done by the Booth Junkie about, I believe it's called Cinco, S-Y-N-C-O. And this mic is the Cinco D2. And it's like a couple hundred dollar mic. And it, you know, he put it toe to toe with the uh, 416, the Sennheiser, which is what I have. And, you know, there wasn't really any noticeable difference, which is a huge deal, right? Because the Sennheiser is a thousand dollars. And this Cinco mic, the D2, is only like you know $280 or something like that. I can't remember what the price is, but it's somewhere around there. So, I mean, we're talking a huge difference, one that's affordable and one that you know definitely uh, burns a hole in your pocket. So it, it's, it's worth a shot. But again, the, the reason why I like the shotgun mics is because you can get up to them and you can eliminate a lot of reverb. You still need treatment. But you can do a lot to eliminate the reverb with a shotgun microphone where it doesn't matter how close you get up to the, um, you know, a, a, a large diaphragm condenser microphone with a, you know, a cart with a like a hot, like a super cardioid pattern or, you know, or even just a regular cardioid pattern. If you do not, you know, because it's it, it, like it's picking up from all sides, like it's not picking up from the back, but it's picking up from the sides. Do you see what I'm saying? So you can't eliminate that, whereas you're not going to get that problem with a shotgun microphone as much. So 
Anyways, I wanted to talk to you about that today because if you are having those issues and you've done everything you can, you've you've tried to treat your space at nauseum, you tried to do, you've tried to work on the extra noise that you can't seem to get rid of. See, something that I realized when I was doing voiceover a while ago when I first started was that my preamp, I was getting noise through my system and my preamp that was not from my house or not from like where I was. And I couldn't get rid of it because it was like built in noise. Do you see what I'm saying? And so in order to get rid of that noise, I had to get new equipment because it was so annoying. I couldn't do anything. It was so I was so angry and I couldn't figure it out. And I it was just really bothering. And then I thought I couldn't do stuff because my audio wasn't working right. I needed to fix this audio, but I couldn't fix the audio because I didn't have the money to do it. So I'm just stuck. Do you know what I mean? And that that was really that's a hard place to be. And I actually did a live video today on YouTube about that, about being stuck because we're in a place where we have these barriers, but we just have to take the action and get by it. And sometimes you can't afford at the moment to purchase something, especially if you're deciding whether to put food on your table for your family or get a new microphone. You need to put food on the table for your family. However, the good thing about what doing voiceover is there are opportunities for us if you are not yet in that place where you can get the exact equipment. And by the way, knowing your space, knowing what you need can allow you to get a less expensive microphone than just shooting, you know, throwing darts in the dark and hoping that they land on the, the right type of microphone for you. Because if you know what type of microphone, like if you know, like what I said, if you have too much noise going on in your space or you have too much reverb or you have both or you have, you know, you have more than one than the other or both is too really bad or something, then, you know, this can tell you what type of microphone to get, the style, the polar patterns, and then that will allow you then to search for microphones that aren't as expensive You know, when you're starting out. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because some of the microphones, it doesn't matter how expensive they are, if you get the wrong, like if you have the space and you get this super expensive microphone and it's all wrong for you and your space, it's going to sound you know, it's going to pick up, it's going to make everything that's wrong sound really bad. Like it's going to make it sound worse, right? Because it's going to pick it all up. So you want to make sure that you are clear about what you have, what you're doing. And you might actually need to think about getting a different mic to solve the problems if you've done everything else. And again, I'm talking about a mic, you know, you don't have to spend a whole bunch of money, but sometimes you might need a different type of mic. And by the way, there is tons of advice out there about what you should and should not use. I have never listened to that. I've made the decisions on my own. Now, does that mean we don't pay attention and, and try to take tips from other people? Of course we do. I do. You do. That's, that's okay. And we learn from other people. But what I'm trying to say is, is that if it should work and you've done your homework and it looks like it might be work, useful to you, and then someone comes along and is like, oh, my God, you can't use that because you're a voiceover artist and that voiceover artist don't use a dynamic microphone. Don't listen to them. Do not listen to them whatsoever. Do what you need to do to make your business work. And then when somebody asks, man, how are you doing that? You'd be like, I'm doing this. They'll be like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. I didn't think you could do that. You'd be like, yeah, I thought the same thing, but I followed my gut and I'm really happy I did. 
That's exactly how I run my business. That's how you should run your business, okay? You should run your business in the end by taking information that you gather from other people, people who probably have a little bit more knowledge than you, but in the end, you have to make the decision for your business, okay? Because unless someone is going to, I always say this, unless someone's going to write a check and send it to you every month to help you put food on the table, then then, you know, what are they, what stake in the game do they have in your life? Now, if you're paying someone, that's a little different, right? Because they do have a a, a, a valuable stake in what you're doing. But but free advice, you know, you've got to make sure that you listen to it, but then make your own decision. Just like this podcast, I've given you some information. I think it's pretty good information, but you have to follow your gut and make your own decision. By the way, on a side note, uh, if you order from Amazon, I'm not saying do this a lot, but Amazon has some really good return policies. You might check out a mic, make sure it has a return policy, and as if it doesn't work out for you, send it back. You're not out any money. You got an opportunity to check out the mic to see if it works. Now, whatever you do, don't you know use this as a way to just try a whole bunch of mics because Amazon will catch on. But I'm just saying if worst case scenario, it's not working for you, you can send it back. I send stuff back to Amazon if it doesn't work. You know, and it and it's very nice, a very nice service. So, <clears throat> this is something to think about. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listen listening. I really appreciate it. Again, make sure you check out my Fiverr Elite course or uh, not course, my Fiverr Elite group. Uh, we're meeting every Saturday. There's unlimited replays if you can't meet with us on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern. But if you can't meet, of course, on that on on a day or so. Uh, that there are unlimited replays. However, it's going to be wonderful to be there because there's going to be interactions in the group. I'm going to review people's accounts, show you my account. You'll be able to ask me questions about Fiverr, all kinds of things like that. I'll, again, have the link below in the description, or you can sign up on www.avosjourney.com. All right, you guys, have a wonderful, wonderful Thursday. I will talk to you later. Peace. <laughs>